atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2018. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We reject revolution, ladies and gentlemen. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live at LibertyRoundTable.com, our website for live and on-demand radio free at your fingertips. It is a freedom-loving fantastic. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time Friday. And uh, the good news is we're going to take a little bit of a break, uh, I don't know, from politics. Well, I guess we tried to. They've made health care so political now, it's really hard to step back from that. Yesterday, the final story, jury awards $105 million dollars in suits against ph miracle author so you know if you stand for any uh whatever it's kind of strange in medicine uh strange bedfellows are everywhere the expenses are out of control we all agree with that the democrats wanted a socialist plan the republicans tried to get away from it but the bottom line is none of them in my mind are pushing for real solutions that's the real problem uh, they've got, you know, hey, let's do it my way or let's do it, you know, the other guy's way. But either way, it's not the free market. And that's kind of the problem that I have with the healthcare systems of today. Now, I've been married for 26 years. I've got eight children and I've never really had insurance. And uh, so it's been very, very difficult indeed. In the last couple of years, I now have Liberty Health Share. So I'm familiar with alternative solutions. I'm familiar with negotiating in cash. We've done incredibly well on our own. Many families would say, well, I could have never survived it if I didn't have, uh, you know, some government mandated plan or some employer mandated plan. But it isn't true. It's just the landscape we've been deceived into because of the lack of true education about the free market and about health care opportunities, about negotiating for your own deals, about getting with people that can negotiate on your behalf. And what it requires to get that done is what's called aligned interest. How do you find people that have your interest at heart? And if your interests are aligned, things seem to go so much more smoothly. And that, my fellow Americans, is what the free market is all about. When I say free market, I'm not talking about, you know, free trade or subsidized government stuff. I'm just talking about less regulation. I'm talking about the people free to make contracts with whoever they choose for whatever reasons they believe it necessary. I'm talking about the free enterprise system the Founding Fathers legendarily put in place, creating the greatest economic engine on the planet. That's what I'm talking about. All right, with that introduction, and I hope it wasn't too long, but I wanted to set the stage. There is a gentleman that we learned about, believe it or not, from the Tom Woods Show. And uh, we got a hold of this guy, and we were so impressed uh, with the interview that he did with Tom Woods, with uh, his organization in Kansas, we were so impressed with his website and with what they are working on and literally doing. It is incredible. What we need to do is send the president, Donald Trump, and the divided House and Senate all the way down there to his office so they can learn about it and 
perpetuate real opportunities and solutions. And our job is to help those things happen. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Josh Umber. And he's a physician. And he uh, runs a group called Atlas.md. A-T-L-A-S. Atlas.md. Dr. Umber, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. And I hope my introduction wasn't too long, but I hope it actually set the stage for solutions. No, I think it was wonderful. And thanks for having us on the show. Catch me up then. A little bit about you as a person, then how you got, came across this incredible idea. Then we'll break down what it really is and how it works. Yeah. You know, I think uh, one of my favorite lines is, if you want a new idea, read an old book. And and really, this is medicine like it used to be. Uh, quite literally, in the 20s and 30s, uh, medicine was what they called a prepaid model. It was essentially a membership. People paid in advance to be part of a clinic um, to have a very broad range of services so they didn't have to pay for every specific thing. And there was great competition between those groups to be the best brand and, and bring in free specialists and, and go above and beyond to provide health care because that's the only reason people would pay in advance for it. And then, you know, do do a variety of historical things that went into insurance. And even the insurance companies didn't want to cover it because like you mentioned in your introduction, there would be malaligned incentives. And it's not a true insurance product the way that it's being done now. So um, growing up, my dad was a trash man, owned his own business. Uh, Now he's a lawyer. So I still tell people he's a trash man um, because it's less embarrassing. (laughs) I love it. That's great. You know, for 20 years, uh, people would pay once a month, and we'd pick up their trash once a week. And it it just worked really well. And then as an undergrad, uh, a pre-med, I was working for a surgeon, and I got to see the sausage get made of insurance billing and and resubmit, and they deny, and you have to provide documentation. We spent more work trying to get paid than we spent doing the work. Um, and one time the surgeon got paid a measly 150 or $200 for a six-hour surgery that he did. Um, and that was eye-opening because he was a brilliant cutter. And, and we're taught growing up that if you're really good at what you do, success will follow. But that wasn't true in medicine. It, we, you really kind of uh, broke the, the fairy tale of it because we all work really hard to get through you know, four years of undergrad and four years of med school and three to five years of residency and then be a junior part. And we think that you know, the light at the end of the tunnel is to provide great care and, and, and be successful doing it, and, and that wasn't true. So I started in 2000 watching uh, doctors who were leaving insurance, um, and it was a fraction of what it is now in terms of frustration, but it was still too much. And insurance is, is a great tool when you – correctly, life insurance to protect my family in the very rare chance that I I pass on early. Yeah, it's catastrophic Uh, in nature is the point. Well, yeah, that's almost redundant. I mean, all insurance should be catastrophic. Uh, That's exactly the point. Agreed. Yeah. So so we got to that point. We said, boy, what if, uh, in in an interesting way, the, the best way to make health insurance cheaper is to use less of it to need less of it because the free market can come in and fix so many things. Um, so I like to tell a couple stories. Uh, Christopher Columbus's egg, the story how everyone said, wow, you know, if, if the world is round, like you said, it is anybody could discover it. But so he, he challenged them to you know, all the king's horses and all the king's men to make an egg stand up. And, and everyone said, you cannot make an egg stand up. 
on its own. So it takes the egg, crunches the bottom, egg stands up. And what became impossible became benignly simple and, and repeatable by anyone. And, and everyone said, healthcare can't be made cheaper. And, and we did. We said, well, look, not everything needs to be insured. There's, there's a wholesale source of all of this. Where are the efficiencies that we can find? And if we can make healthcare as affordable as gasoline, then we just need less insurance. And if I, you know, uh, I don't turn in a, a homeowner's policy every time the kids throw a crayon on the wall, I just repaint it myself. And so it's affordable uh, and, and applied that common sense to the whole system. So now we can have $10 a month for kids, $50 a month for adults, unlimited home visits, work visits, office visits, telemedicine visits. We have no copays because a copay is designed to get you to not spend your money first so that you don't spend the insurance company's money as well um, to put a little skin in the game, which makes perfect sense. But we don't want that. We want people to get as much care as possible. Um, a procedure, an EKG that would cost $100, $200, $300 anywhere else in the system costs us $0.36. Cents. It's literally cheaper than the coffee in the waiting room. So we do it for free because we can and because we care about our patients. Um, medicine, Walmart will sell you uh, blood pressure pills, 90 pills, $10. We get a 1,000 of the exact same medicine for $4.90. So Walmart is selling less than 15 cents of medicine, uh, $0.45 cents of medicine for $10. And I like Walmart or, or what they used to stand for in terms of value. You know, they, they have a two to yeah, If you read the Sam Walton book, it's incredible. It's just not the same. Today. Right. It's, it's not the same, and it's not that they, they've lost their way, especially if, uh, when it comes to the pharmaceuticals, because they could keep driving that down. And, and I would argue they know that based on the RFI from 2012 is that if insurance rises, it pulls money out of the economy, and people can't buy stuff at Walmart. So they know this thing needs fixed, but um, and I'd like to think that direct care has fixed it. It's just in the process of getting distributed to everybody. Um, so when medicines are 95% cheaper, we've gotten breast cancer chemotherapy for $6 a month. Now, that doesn't make cancer not scary, but it does make it affordable. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, he goes by Dr. Josh. He's an innovative thinker. He believes in the free market. He doesn't use a penny of government money. He wants to help health care succeed. He's about it. And he became a physician because he wants to do good for people the day long. And I'm telling you, this guy is getting it done. All right. His name is Dr. Josh Umber. Atlas.md is his website. Now, he mentioned back in the 20s and 30s, you could pay this kind of a, a prepaid plan and, and get a lot of services that made sense. You combine that with the old days of the doctor coming to your home so you don't fill the the, the sick room with you know, sick people and everybody there getting sick because they're all together. It, you, you go to the home where people are in their natural environment, where they've got immunities to most of the germs that are already there, and, and you have the doctors come around and help. And now you combine that with modern technology, video conferencing, and you can do virtual visits, if you will. I'm just telling you right now, we can combine the old and the new, and it will be, it will be absolutely affordable and exciting. Dr. Josh with us. In seconds, this is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Do we reflect about our future and where we as a culture are moving? 
Do we keep our trust in our jobs, homes, money, life necessities, investments, stock markets? Do we believe that our 401ks or other retirements will always be there and that the current economic order will recover? Is the economy going to recover and life return to normal? It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. Whether you are poor, middle class, or rich, it ain't gonna happen. A book of astounding revelations about the present economic order and where we are heading. It ain't gonna happen by a friend of Medjugorje. To order, visit medj.com, spelled N-E-J.com, or call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Dr. Josh. He's riding shotgun on the show today. We're talking about health care. We're talking about the free market. We're talking about real solutions without government interference. We're talking about Atlas.md. A-T-L-A-S, just like it sounds, Atlas.md. Now, Dr. Josh, I want to ask you several questions just so I can get caught up. What you're saying is you guys have created a model at your health care clinic, if you will. You've got you and many other literally licensed medical doctors together that have basically put together a plan where people can basically pay monthly for services. They get a ton of things in that monthly kind of prepaid plan, uh, and it really incredibly reduces the cost of insurance big time. If you need it at all, some might say they don't need it. Others might say, I'll add a catastrophic uh, a plan that's very inexpensive on top of uh, your services. Uh, and you can go to people's homes. You can do virtual visits depending on how, you know, detailed the needs are. People can come in if they need to get to machines to have some specific, unique things done. But you've really simply taken out all the middleman, all the regulation, all the filing of papers and waiting and copays and all this stuff. And you've simply said, let's go direct baby. I mean, Sam Walton would be jumping up and down with delight uh, for an opportunity like this. Uh, is, is that what you've done? Is that a good summary? Yeah, I mean, that's it. Uh, we've streamlined and simplified. Uh, we, I think every patient who's used the healthcare system knows it's complex and burdensome, so there was plenty of meat on the bone there to, to remove and find value. And uh, you know, we still think people should have health insurance if you can afford it. But right now, the problem is we put the cart before the horse. People are paying twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars $1,400 a month in health insurance and then trying to go get medicine that's a penny a pill. 
let's let's turn that around and now just with cash with or without insurance you can get the medicine that's a penny a pill and then decrease your insurance costs by 30 to 60 percent in our experience um, at least and then with that savings make your family better uh, but uh, you know people use no insurance because they can't afford it but they can still get care or they'll use the christian sharing ministries are incredibly affordable, so now they kind of fill the gap of insurance and access to health care. Uh, anything that we can do to lower this price at $1,500 a month for health insurance, that's more than people's mortgage. This is unsustainable, um, and I think it really doctors need to accept responsibility for this problem so they can accept responsibility for the solution, and, and I think direct care is really that Amen to that. Now, you guys are in the greater Kansas area there? We're in Wichita, uh-huh, Wichita, Kansas, but we have helped doctors in um, 45, 46 states launch direct care practices. All right. So you guys have uh, kind of set up the model. And when you say you've helped people set up practices, do you just advise them for a fee? Is it a franchise kind of a scenario? How do they participate? Actually, we help all the doctors for free. Um, we're very passionate about this movement. We know that Seventy percent of family physicians um, meet criteria for burnout. That uh, we lose a physician a day to suicide. So if we, if as physicians are burnt out and don't have empathy, how are we able to provide good care to our patients? So we feel that every doctor we help is helping several hundred of their uh, their own patients. So we wow. give the doctors the keys to the castle. All right. Now let me ask you this because there's a lot of doctors that kind of own practices and then they have. Uh, physician assistants or some, you know, PAs or some of these other kind of things where most of the time you don't see a doctor anyway these days. Can this roll out using uh, a different standard of people for a lot of basic things too? I think, you know, we're big value add uh, in our philosophy. So physicians of mid-levels, um, anybody can provide some level of value. I think we see that um, that combination can work very well. And everybody needs affordable care. Uh, there's not one type of car. There's not one type of restaurant or one type of hotel. So we'll let the market decide if patients uh, are comfortable with the mid-level, wonderful. If they want a full physician, uh, wonderful. And we'll let the doctors decide their price range. But as long as we're helping people and, and putting patients first and aligning the incentives behind the patient, then I think uh, we can't lose. All right. Can people go to you and pay the fee if they're not even in your area, or do they have to be local to you or else use, uh, you know, work on getting a physician in their area? How does that work? We, we would. We would refer them to a, a website, um, atlas.md slash map. We'll link to another website uh, where there's a, a map that's always being updated of where direct care doctors are, and then they could find a doctor like this in their area. And if there's not, I mean, this is a grassroots movement. Go talk to their doctor. The doctors are, you know, not the, the best business people. So they're going to respond really well to their patients saying, I've heard about this. I like it. It would benefit my family. And I would support you moving in this direction. And as we do, you know, it took us 36 months of doing this before we had helped open more than 10 practices a month. Now we open routinely. 15 to 20 practices a month. So this movement is just really you know, on the upward swing. And I think that's because it is so valuable. It is, it's aligning those incentives. to Sir, it's absolutely a life changer for many people. You know, the politicians run around 
and tell you it's about the children and how horrible things are and there's no answers. But when people see this, clearly they begin to understand there are answers. This is so simple, it's almost shocking. Yeah. No, it, it, it feels too simple. Um, we joke, uh, we'd like it to feel um, too good to be true. Is It shouldn't feel like there's a downside. You know, almost kind of mystical. Well, you're going to sell me an iPhone 10 for, you know, 100 bucks. There must be a catch. There isn't a catch. This is patients getting more care more often at a better price, easier and faster, because we've removed all the headaches. Now you don't need insurance to cover your metformin when your metformin's a penny a pill. You don't need insurance to get your uh, cholesterol checked when it costs $3 to get your cholesterol checked. Um, and it may cost less than $3 a year to treat your cholesterol. So, I mean, it's, we've just found a way to minimize the, the overhead and expense. Um, and again, insurance isn't bad necessarily, but we're using it as the wrong tool. So then we can all have, if we can decrease the cost of health insurance by 50%, we can cover twice as many people for the same or less cost. Um, well, an insurance needs to be looked at. As I mentioned, this word catastrophic, uh, it, it just can't escape my understanding, and I've, I've lived without it for a long time. Catastrophic is the only value where insurance, in my mind, has uh, makes sense. Otherwise, it creates this um, unnecessary overhead that you'll never improve pricing with that in the middle of it all. Right, right. As long as the consumer is not in the, uh, in the driver's seat, then you'll have this third-party payer where, you know, I'm sorry, but CVS is marking some things up 10,000%. And that's not a math error. I double-check. And by the way, in most industries, that would be criminal to do that. Well, you know, I mean, I don't want to throw them under the bus. Well, all I'm saying is it amounts to price-fixing in many of these cases, or it couldn't stay there. If you did that during a hurricane, that that would be gouging. Um, if you, now we just do it every single day, and it's not still gouging, I mean, I think these big-name companies that are built on this idea that of trust and value for their customer are, are going to have a lot of questions to answer for. They don't think they can justify marking up a cancer medicine a thousand percent or your blood pressure medicine ten thousand percent. Now granted, I think they have some uh, institutional problems that most of the healthcare system has with waste and paperwork, insurance creating headaches back and forth, but I, I think now that they know that there's a better way, um, they're either going to have to respond or you know, direct care or Amazon is going to you know, kind of knock them off their, their pedestal because all you need is a little competition. I think sunlight's the best disinfectant, electricity the best policeman. Now that we can shine a bright light on the true cost of care, patients don't need to feel that they have to have insurance. They can say, well, my medicine's $5 a month. What am I paying a thousand dollars a month for an insurance. Well, the other problem is seeing a physician. Let's just say, and I'll give you an example to make the point very clearly. It's a simple example, but just say this. You know, my family in the past has, has got strep throat quite a bit. Just for some reason, it just keeps coming back. When you have a lot of kids and stuff like that, this happens, okay? For me to go ahead and get a strep throat test, you got to go to the doctor. And if you don't have insurance, you got to go to these Instacare places. And it's a minimum of 100 to 150 bucks just to go. And then they usually add a $20 for a test on there. And then, hey, by the time you get done, you go out if you have strep throat. And you got to go buy your medicine and everything. You know, you're talking anywhere between 150 and 200 bucks. 
to get that done. You know what the problem is before you even start because you've seen it 56 times. You can buy yourself an otoscope and look in the kid's throat yourself <laughs> if you if you pay attention. And believe it or not, if you go on to Amazon, you can buy, you can buy the these tests, these strip yeah. tests where you can test yourself. I now don't pay a penny one of the strip tests. or I, I can't remember exactly how much they are, but they're like a dollar. Uh, and then with the otoscope, we can look. And I'm telling you, my wife's seen the signs so many times that she just knows, look, that's pussy. That's I'm telling you, that's strep throat. And then we test to make sure, because you would never want to take medication uh, or antibiotics without needing to. But the problem then is, how do we get someone to help us deal with the medicine? Because now you got to go to the doctor just to get a prescription. And the bottom line, though, the whole thing could cost less than 10 bucks. But they want to charge me 150 to 200 bucks to get it done. And with a big family, it happens over and over and over. All right, I'm going to have jo- Dr. Josh respond in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Atlas.md, incredible solutions on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe, and morally deformed. They will attack you. They will slander you. They will seek to destroy your career and your family. They will seek to destroy everything about you, including your reputation. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever's necessary. The Clintons are criminals. Remember that. They're criminals. I'm going to open up our libel laws so when they write purposely negative and horrible and false articles, we can sue them and win lots of money. We're going to open up those libel laws. Each week, the political cesspool, known worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program, hits the airwaves to bring you the other side of the news and to report on events which are vital to your welfare but are hushed up or distorted by the mainstream media. However, to continue doing this, we need your support. Go online at www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a safe and secure donation. If you prefer not to make an online donation, you can send us a check or money order to the address on the website. No matter which way you choose, the political cesspool needs your support. Go online to www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a donation today. I'd invite Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. The press has created a rigged system. They even want to try and rig the election. Well, I tell you what, it it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. And poisoned the mind of so many of our voters. At the polling booths, where so many cities are corrupt and voter fraud is all too common. And then they say, oh, there's no voter fraud in our country. I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest, it's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have too. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to 
you know, tilt things in their direction. There's no way. You start whining before the game's even over. Whenever things are going badly for you and, and you lose, you start blaming somebody else. And you don't have what it takes to be in this job. Ladies and gentlemen, he goes by Dr. Josh. His name is Dr. Josh Umbra. Uh, Atlas.md is the website. I'm telling you, this stuff is incredible. Now, let me just tell you a quick story. Uh, I don't know. Most of us kind of don't think doctors care about us patients very much. You know, it, they take forever to come see you. And then they whisk in for like two minutes and they babble and they talk and you don't hardly. And then they leave and you're like, wow, Really? Are you kidding me? Well, I'm getting ready to interview Dr. Josh, and I email him, and I say, hey, you know what? We'd love to have you on the program. It's two hours. He emails back, and he says, hey, could I do the first hour? Um, if I can do that, then I can talk to you guys, but then I'll still be available for my patients. I'm just going, yeah, we got to have this guy. Um, anyway, just tremendous stuff. It's innovative. It's free market. It's out of the box. It gets rid of the middleman. It's direct. It lets the person be in charge uh, of their health care or a parent be in charge of their children's health care right where the responsibility and the opportunity and the accountability belongs. It's just amazing um, stuff, to say the least. Now, Dr. Josh, I do have a couple of quick questions that I really want to get out, though. So do physicians make less money under a plan like this or do they do very well still? Because you know what? They study hard and spend a lot of money to get their degrees and you know, through everything that it takes. And, you know, they got to do well, too, for this to work. Right. You know, you're right. This has to be a win-win for everybody. And so even after um, offering unlimited visits, no co-pays, free procedures, and meds and labs 95% less, the doctors make 20 to 30% more in this model. Um, and I think you're right. The average patient would be, you know, understandably you thinking that their doctor doesn't care about them a lot because of a broken system where the doctor's interests are pulled in a lot of directions. So after seven minutes, how much you know, empathy can you feel from your doctor? Um, and, and that's bad for the doctor. It's bad for the patients. It is a broken system for everybody. But in our model, patients get 30 to 60 minutes. They get phone calls, text messages, emails. Now they are a customer, not the insurance company or not the paperwork or, or the product. Not the middleman and, most importantly, not, not government regulation. That's what I find nine times out of ten when I've drilled into these costs and these expenses and the complicated red tape behind it. Nine-tenths of the time, it's government regulation. I'll go up to them and want to pay cash for something, and they'll say, sir, we don't really even know how much it costs yet. we got to run it through all the regulations to figure out, and then we'll tell you. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I want to pay right now. And they're like, you can't. And then they're like, well, but if you pay cash right away, you can pay less. And I say, what if I pay cash Right this very second, can I get the best deal? And they're like, well, sir, we don't even know what to charge you yet. Our system's not. And it's all government regulation that causes all that, Josh. It is. Um, in fact, uh, thankfully, um, President Trump signed uh, some legislation to ban uh, the, the act of pharmacy uh, gag orders where they had contracts with different vendors so that prices couldn't be shared or the lowest price couldn't be shared, which is just the opposite of what we expect from every other industry. You know, when I go to Best Buy to, to buy the last, you know, uh, TV I bought, they said, hey, we'll give you a few minutes. Let me go see if I can find it cheaper online and we'll price match. So they did the price matching work for me even before I asked because it's a very competitive business. And we go to a pharmacy, something as important as our health, we expect them to also be looking out for our wallet. Uh, we 
take an oath of do no harm, and I firmly believe that should also mean do no financial harm, is that we should be doing the you know, providing the best value at the best price for our patients, and uh, and that requires us innovating in a space that doctors aren't always very comfortable innovating in, which is the space of business. But now that we can, if I can get your chemotherapy down from six hundred dollars a month to six dollars a month, I should. And that's not even a political thing. Either side, we you know should be uh, embracing that kind of value. Wow, it's unheard of, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, it's tremendous, but it's an opportunity of a lifetime. It is spreading across the country. Kurt went to uh, atlas.md slash map, Kurt. And I know it's too big uh, to really cover all of it, but I wanted people to understand this isn't just a, you know, uh, pardon the pun, a two-bit doctor in the backwoods or whatever. This is real, ladies and gentlemen, and it has taken the country by storm. In fact, I got to give a good shout out not only to Tom Woods, but to Sean Hannity for speaking about this as well. We need as many people to get behind this kind of opportunity. There's not a penny in it for me. But I'll tell you what's in it for me. If we really solve the health care problem, then it benefits my family because I can get health care that's affordable, that blesses my family. That's my interest. All right, Kurt, what does um, the map look like? This is huge, isn't it? Well, yeah, you're looking at basically the United States of America, at least when I did the uh, what he told me, you know, atlas.md slash map. Uh, I think that's what I went to, and then it leads you to basically just a um, a site where you can look at the whole United States. Um, I I squeezed it down here to Utah, where we are, you know, to see what we got, and uh, you know, there's a, a direct care provider in American Fork where you live, Sam, and the guy's name is uh, John Sanders. He's a DO. It says pricing uh, zero to eighteen years, ten bucks, nineteen to forty nine, sixty nine dollars, fifty to ninety nine, eighty nine dollars, hundred plus is a dollar. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got um, that's awesome. Practice yeah. details. It says uh, in office dispensing. They don't. It doesn't have that. Discounted labs. Yes. Discounted radiology. Yes. Uh, text. SMS communication, yes. Email communication, yes. Cell phone contact, yes. Home office, home visits, yes. Hybrid, anyway. Now, what's a DO, by the way? Doctor? Doctor Um, of osteopathy. Yeah, doctor of osteopathy versus an allopathic physician. So MD versus DO is essentially equivalent. Uh, The DOs have more training in physical therapy type things. They're called uh, osteopathic manipulations. Uh, So... They'll do a lot of sports medicine or bone and joint type things as well. They'll also look at a lot of optional. They'll look at nutrition uh, and other things as well first, whereas most doctors don't even know much about nutrition. Sad to say, I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying the traditional kind of deal isn't a nutrition-based focus. It's, hey, what med can I give? Kind of an idea. we got to change that, too, to say, hey, you know what? Let's think outside the box uh, a little bit. All right, Dr. Josh. I've asked a lot of questions, and, and I think they're good questions, but I want you now to take the lead and say, hey, what things do you think we should know about this opportunity? Well, you know, for listeners in Utah, that's a state where doctors can't dispense medicine. Actually, the oncologist can dispense chemotherapy from their office, but the family physician can't dispense antibiotics from their office, and, and that's because the oncologists have a better lobby. Uh, but that's that's an opportunity where 
the citizens could work with their local politicians and say, this is something that's very valuable, that's innovative, and would help drive down our cost of care. Um, but then nationally, there's a conversation about just getting this out there. Uh, the more people that know that direct care is an option, the more doctors will adopt it. And we're just right at that early part of, of the adoption curve where this could really take off. Um, you mentioned it could help your family and the next generation. If the Trump tax cuts gave every household $100 and the you know, GDP went up to 4.2%, if we did this, we could conservatively save every household $500. You know, that would be an economic boom that would last a generation. That, that money saved is the equivalent of paying off college tuitions for families you know, over the course of the child's lifetime. That would allow people to, to innovate and go into entrepreneurial jobs and not just feel they have to work for big companies because they're tied to their health insurance plan. Um, it, would, it would be history-changing if Trump talked about the value of, of medication for a penny a pill. And I, I think it would change the course of history uh, because – Right. Let me ask you some questions. Has, has Donald Trump acknowledged this or talked to – has anybody talked to the president about this? Um, I, essentially, yes. And this, he hasn't talked about it uh, openly. Uh, we'd love him to, but we've been working with the executive branch and Health and Human Services, CMS. Um, and I'm, thankfully, I can say we're, we're not running into a lot of resistance. Um, this is a bipartisan solution uh, in the sense that we take care of people, not political parties. And, and is, is Rand uh, Paul helping a ton with this? Because Rand Paul has proposed a lot of this similar stuff, right? Um, he's visited some direct care clinics, so I know he's, he's very aware of it. Um, I think we could always push more uh, in the sense that every day we waste uh, paying too much for something is is not an efficient way to do it. Why don't we but, go to the National Press Club and put on a press conference about this and have speakers speak and have a, a, a whole day event that gets you know covered in the media and stuff like that? I, I, I think the, the, the bigger the volume... The, the, the you know stronger the microphone, the more of an impact we can have. Uh, because what we know is, if I set it up, will you go to Washington D.C. and 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 speak at the National Press Club? If you could set it up, I'll be there uh, with bells and whistles and, and a bunch of other ducks. All right, because I'm telling you, I've gone to the National Press Club before with the national sheriff's organizations and stuff like that. Um, and, and I'm telling you, we can go there, and I'm convinced we can get some media coverage. And I think this is a tremendous opportunity, the likes of which I haven't seen. What are the Christian – when we come back, can you, can you stay with us a little longer? Sure. All right. I had let, planned to let him go at 44 after um, because he's got to get ready for his patients. But this is just so good. I want him to stay with us till the end of the hour. When we get back, Dr. Josh, uh, atlas.md is his website. Dr. Josh is going to kind of brief us on this idea. What do these Christian organizations like Liberty Health Share and some of these others think of this stuff? Because if they were involved with that, wow. We fought. We learned. We struggled. We won. Despite Obama's best efforts, the newspaper of the human resistance survives. We have lived only to face a new nightmare, the war against the machines. Read about our struggle in The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The Sovereign is a 24-page monthly tabloid newspaper about the war between man and machines. We've tried reason, we've tried legislation. We've tried every peaceful means imaginable, and all it's gotten us is shut out. So now we fight the machines. 
Order online today at thesovnews.com or find The Sovereign at select newsstands. Remember to read The Sovereign, newspaper of the resistance. The human resistance's battle against the machines will be everlasting. This is mercy. It was never our destiny to stop the age of Obama. It was merely to survive it. Together. Together. How many times do I have to tell you? I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the other. Don't you understand English? Your children are probably too polite to tell you. Hello? Those things on the side of your head aren't turnips? But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you. Do I need to speak slower? In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen. Tell me what you did at work today. Studies show when parents listen, children develop better listening skills themselves. They also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs. Now sit down here and tell me all about it. When you really listen, love is what they'll hear. Thank you for sharing that with me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Ladies and gentlemen, I just uh, talked to Dr. Josh off air. On the, sometimes the commercial breaks are the best radio. <laughs> anyway, all I'm telling you is Dr. Josh and I, I was saying, you know what? If you give me some radio commercials, I'll run them for free. And he said they do a lot of radio in their local uh, area. They did a lot of radio and they don't believe print media gets it done. But radio makes a lot of difference. Huh. Um, anyway, he didn't say that. I did. Uh, all I'm telling you is the interesting thing about this is that we're going to create radio commercials to promote this. I'm going to do the work. He'll create the scripts and, and some of the things the doctors can create exactly what needs to be said to make sure that it's legalistic and that it's appropriate. I, I'm, I'm just a radio guy, right? But anyway, all I'm telling you is we'll get that done. Then I'll turn it into real radio spots with, with music and a great voiceover and all the things. And then what I'm going to do is, because I don't, I'm not part of a union, I'll just release these for free and anybody can use them anywhere in the country. Any of the doctors that are doing this kind of stuff, this innovative plan needs to go somewhere big time ladies and gentlemen all right anyway we're going to work on that behind the scenes and we'll keep you up to speed you'll start hearing commercials on the radio and you'll know we're doing our work well uh, anyway i bring all that out to say that what if these christian uh, healthcare services like liberty health share and stuff were to participate in these things they could piggyback what they do sharing the health costs um for the catastrophic stuff uh, along with because they have like well, they can't use the word deductible. It's against the law. So they have these minimum share plans or whatever. It costs like 1500 bucks per family or whatever the number is. Uh, but other than that, you take care of it yourself, yourself. So they're already catastrophic in nature. And what if the first money that went towards my deductible paid for your services and then above that they did the share, uh, they could decrease the cost substantially and make the catastrophic piece still happen. Are they willing to participate in this? I think a lot of docs are doing that. Absolutely, yeah. Um, they're they're happy with this arrangement because, you, like you said, you have your minimum household share. But if a medicine is, uh, take a migraine medicine that might be two hundred dollars a month um, that we get for five. Well, then that patient is eventually building up and, and then hitting their their you know minimums, and then the group ha- pays for for some of that medicine. And when it's five dollars, you you don't hit that. So that 95% savings to 
the system across the board, roughly, means that less risk for the Christian share community, which means lower premiums, more savings. And what they could do eventually is even lower. In other words, they could split the difference. They could yep. lower what the, I don't want to say um, uh, deductible, because you're not allowed to use that word with these services. It's just weird stuff. This is what I mean by all these regulations. That's anyway, how freedom of speech works, uh, Sam. Uh, unfortunately, freedom of speech right. works like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Ouch. 1984, we have to redefine words here. Yeah, uh-huh. So, but anyway, this, this deductible, or whatever you want to call it, this share amount, it could be reduced. You could split it halfway and say, because everything's so cheaper, much less expensive, you don't hit those um but you don't need to get there that's the blessing and we could even lower the amount and it would just bless everybody because then the catastrophic piece gets that much better uh, as well i mean i'm just telling you there's opportunities everywhere galore oh and we can prove that just on outside of the christian ministry the the employer groups we work with um the tpas that do self-funded plans so they just work with employers which gives us maximum flexibility but they've shown profit margins four times higher even after they've lowered the premiums. So insurance companies are actually getting behind this as well uh, and and lowering their fees because it's a marketplace that they want to cater to. It's the equivalent of every other commercial being a car commercial. 15 minutes will save you 15%. They are trying to save you money, and we don't see that in healthcare because healthcare is broken. And I blame doctors before I blame insurance companies. The doctor prescribing a name-brand medicine that's you know, several hundred dollars a month when the generic is legally the exact same thing. The FDA requires a 97% similarity, then you know, you might have a 95% difference in cost. Um, so doctors need to empower themselves to care for their patients in a cost-effective way. Yeah, I blame government primarily, though, because of all the regulations and stuff like that. People feel forced into the system. I also know that in the past, you know, uh, after World War II, it was a really hot market. Uh, You know, the economic engine was roaring back. There was laws about you couldn't give people greater wages, and so they thought outside the box and said, okay, let's give them insurance. And, you know, government forced its way into that, and I think it's that wedge of government, that manipulated, regulated reality that has caused 90% of these problems. Yeah, I, yeah. The, the, the government causes a problem and offers the solution. Um, we, we don't pay for employees' car insurance or food insurance or lawn care, so it's sort of odd that we would um, pay for employees' health care. Yeah, from an employee perspective, they're just saying, I can sweeten the pot for an employee and I don't break the law with that regulation. That's how that all started, and then it kind of got backed into, and now it's not kind of a given. You're doing this with employers, too. Employers are picking up the tab for some of this. How does that work? Well, same as before. You know, there, there's a tax incentive for employers to pay for the health care. Uh, so that, that is the most cost-efficient thing, even if it isn't maybe the ideal uh, you know, scenario. Yeah, so the, the ideal is they should never be involved in it. The real says there's still a way that it can be incredibly beneficial, even with uh, the regulations with, is the point. Yeah, because employers can choose um, self-funded plans or ERISA plans, E-R-I-S-A, and those have a lot more flexibility than your standard individual plan under the Affordable Care Act. So they can create an insurance plan that's as rich or as lean as they're comfortable with. But for you know, spend fifty dollars for a, a membership a month to save five hundred, it, it just makes sense. So the ERISA plan, the point, so people understand generally, is you put money into it. At the end of the year, you lose it. But if you balance it right and don't put too much money in there, and you have your costs prepaid for, pre kind of negotiated, so you know what they're going to be, it works incredibly well. Right, right. It, it lower premiums, and then you can even get a percentage of the funds back if not spent. 
and and now through doctors innovating solutions, this is the 10x improvement that Silicon Valley expects. They don't want software that's that's 20% better. That that doesn't help anybody. They want moonshot type stuff, and and we can help patients, physicians, employers, insurance, and ultimately even the public because the government's buying medicine at $400 a month for pediatric seizures that we can get for $40 a month. So, I mean, it really is a a 10x improvement that everybody benefits from, even the insurance company. They say, great, we don't have to file paperwork. You mean you're going to outcompete the big box stores? The patient's going to get the same medicine, the same care more often and save money? That's something every player in the game can really rally around. There's no way to stop this, Dr. Josh, as far as I can tell. It's too innovative. It's too free market. Unless they force regulation down our throat or some single-payer health care or some weird kind of government regulation, there's no way to stop this. What do you think the world's going to look like in 5, 10, 15, 20 years with this? I think, uh, in all honesty, I I think uh, in five years, the the majority of outpatient doctors will be um, in a direct care model whether that's cardiology or ENT, the, an insurance-free model, just because it's, it's more valuable and more efficient. Now, again, not that insurance is bad per se, but we're going to use it as a tool in a smarter way. My car insurance, homeowner's insurance, life insurance, all very affordable because they're done right. Just like you said in the opening monologue, they've aligned the incentives appropriately. So that I think what we'll see is health insurance, maybe $100 per you know, family member per month for high quality catastrophic health insurance and that the market will have fixed everything else. We can get an MRI for $259. I have insured patients with Blue Cross Blue, Shirt, um, Blue, Blue, Cross Blue Shield whose deductible is 1800 for the same MRI. So they go cash. They skip their insurance because it's, it's cleaner and simpler and more efficient. Cash is king. Um, and we're going to keep adding value. I think this is the, 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 you know, next wave of medicine will be um, kind of this business-savvy, Silicon Valley-esque, high-value innovation. I think that the virtual visit is going to be a lot, too, for a lot of basic things. You know, I'm, I'm not saying you don't need to go to the doctor, but, but a lot of uh, very in-depth questions uh, and, and details from those. You, you can basically determine a lot of things just don't need you to be physically there and go to the doctor. A lot of basic things. A lot of times it's a parent is concerned, so they want to do the right thing and take their kid there to make sure that they're they're doing the wise thing. Oftentimes it's, you know what, I already know what's wrong, but I just, I need to be able to get a medication or I need to do this or I need to do that. Or I, you know, in the past before you, you understood that you could buy these strep tests, hey, I just need this test. Um, oftentimes, it's just not as complicated as made out to be, right? Well, you're right. And the system is broken, and so it's a systems error where doctors are only reimbursed by your insurance company when you walk through their doors. So even though they could talk to you about your depression on the phone or by email, they're not reimbursed. So that that means people who can't get away from work, who have kids afterwards, who yada, yada, then can't get to the doctor Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, don't get their depression treated. So we can utilize technology in, in, in a way that improves patients' access to care. Now they can pay to be able to talk to their doctor, whether they're in the same room or on the same phone line or in the same email thread. It's still the essentials of good mental health and having discussions and following up on this. And it's cheaper, it's faster, it's easier. 
Peter Diamond talks about uh, this in his book, Bold or Abundance. We have an abundance of technology that could, now you have to have a car, you have to have car insurance, you have to have gasoline, you have to have a job that you can leave, you have to have a doctor that accepts your insurance, you have to have your copay, you have to schedule it two weeks out from where your symptom is. That's a lot of moving pieces. Send me an email. That's how simple it should be for some care. And then the model reinforces that where when you need more care, I have the time. We can spend an hour together. I can do a procedure for you for free. Um, so when you do need to come in the office, that's also very accessible and easy. Um, there's no reason patients shouldn't be able to have their cake and eat it too. Dr. Josh, we're about flat out of time. We need to have you back. We need to make this a consistent, you know, monthly or quarterly or something. Uh, there's a lot of other physicians that are involved with you, too. You didn't do this alone, did you? No, um, there's probably a thousand clinics uh, across the country doing this. Uh, like I said, we've tried to help uh, start over 500, 550 docs in this model in just the last few years alone. Um, and it's growing every day. We just had uh, doctors for patient care put on their third annual conference. Uh, there were 380 docs in attendance. 75% were new to the direct care model. And uh, that's the biggest conference yet. So that's almost if every doctor who attended started a conference or started their own direct care clinic, that would be a 30% growth in the movement. This is better for doctors, for patients, for employers, for small businesses. So I don't think you can stop this snowball. And what we need to do now is we need to get Rand Paul and others to kind of lead the charge to one, make it a household kind of discussion, household understanding, if you will. And then what we need to do is we need to have the government reduce regulations to get the heck out of the way. Now, it's fine yeah, for a level playing field, et cetera. It's fine for some, hey, we want to make sure nobody's involved in malpractice and abuse. I mean, there's a, there's a role there for government, still but it's there. minimal. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Right. Oh, no, no. I mean, the malpractice and licensing are all still there. Those are you know, essential pieces. So um, you know, the patient is safe. But if, if doctors don't fix this, it invites government in. People get tired of paying hundreds of dollars a month for care, and then they want somebody to fix it. So if we don't fix it ourselves for our patients, then we're going to be the victim of a bureaucratic system. And, and the best way to hold that off is to find solutions for patients that are incredibly valuable. Again, medicine for a penny appeal. Literally, the postage stamp costs more than your medicine per month. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I have never had a more delightful time talking to a doctor in my entire life. Dr. Josh, thank you so much, sir. We will have you back soon. Awesome. Atlas.md is the website. Atlas.md slash map for, I don't know if I should say a theater near you, but you know what I'm talking about, right? I'm just incredible health care. It's called Direct Care Model Rolling Across the United States Now. I'm telling you right now, it's it's not too good to be true. Study it, find out, get involved. There are solutions, and this is Solutions Radio. All right, hour one of the can, hour two coming up. Our website, libertyroundtable.com. We'll email Josh a copy of this interview so he can use it in any way he thinks best to promote this absolutely incredible opportunity. Thanks, y'all. This nation shall endure.